Powerfully strong stuff. Where are we in this thing? We are. Kufa. Yeah, but I'm gonna. We're gonna sing a little bit before.
<clears throat> this is an old nigger number. I just I recorded it a few years ago, and I really didn't like how it came out, so we never put it out. Actually, it's a whole album. <laughs> we recorded a whole album, and it and it just it wasn't it. A whole album, and it wasn't it. And the whole album is is it's like two years old. It's not. It's nignaz. It's it's just put away. So, um, but but it's some good nigunim. I hope I figure out a way to re to re rearrange it, reproduce it. But uh, wow, that was a lesson. Oh my god! So I found I, I found the file. I, I like stashed it away. I don't want to look at it anyway. I stashed. It was filmed. It was also like a live band. It was crazy. We did, we did a whole day live recording, ten tracks, and released one of them. And I was like, no, no, no. No cigar. This is not it. But the nigunim are the nigunim are really good. So listen to this nigun. I call it, this nigun is called Nachlot because I, I I wrote it as I was walking down to Rav Shalom Brat's house when, uh, to give a shir one day, and this nigun came down. We, 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 we've sung it here. Very simple nigun. Dum dum da da la da 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 la da 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 la da da.
to all the all the runners, all our chevra that are marathoning this morning. Also, I have no idea who took care of breakfast, but mamash Ah, mishpachat Farin. Thank you so much. The month of Adar, the whole sponsorship for the month of Adar by the Aaron family, the Avram family, the Brook family, the Eisen family, two families that also anonymously donated, sponsored what their for Shlema of Kol Chol Yisrael. And this, this other one is crazy. There was an anonymous sponsorship for the whole month in honor of a miracle that saved the life of a member of Shirat David. Pretty far out. Weekly sponsorship for this week is in, by my parents in honor of their granddaughter's bat mitzvah. And in memory of my grandmother's yorzeh, Chaya Rocha Bat My grandmother's yorzeh was earlier this week. And <clears throat> Diana and Simon Rosenfeld, in memory of Shlomo ben Aryeh, Diana's father, whose yorzeh was also earlier this week. Tehen Ishmasam Tzvira B'Tzvira Chaim. Amen. Let's open up. Let's see. We're going to do a little bit today. Andav Kufvav. We're going to be continuing the concept of what we sound like on Shabbos. And if when we come out of Shabbos, we could say our Shabbos was Shabbos. That's, that's what we were learning last week. The ability to come out of Shabbos. And we're not saying, wow, I was, I was holy every second. And we're not saying, I, I did every single thing the, the book says. And it's coming out of Shabbos and saying, my Shabbos was, you know. I had Shabbos. It was really Shabbos. To be able to say that. So much, of being, so much of being able to say my Shabbos was Shabbos has to do with my mouth. It has to do with my dibur. It has to do with my speech. And I was checking with some of the chevra after last week's learning. Not enough. Should have checked in a bit more. I was checking with some of the chevra, trying to, understand, trying to see if we caught ourselves. Where were we with our mouth? Now, obviously, we're not talking about while we're in shul. While we're in shul, is not an, it's not an example. Although the davening of Shabbos should be different than the davening of the week, absolutely. But we're speaking about what it's like when we're not in shul, what it's like at the table, what it's like when we're shmoosing, what it's like at a kiddush. What's the, what's the talk like? What's the speech like? Seems to me, from the feedback I got, is that it's actually, A, it's one of the greatest game changers when you're conscious of your words on Shabbos. When there's mamish awareness of your speech on Shabbos, that is a key game changer in order for a person to come out of Shabbos and say, there was Shabbos even more than how good davening was. Mamish. Even more than how fiery davening was. Where was my mouth during Shabbos? And we spoke about this last week, and we're going to continue it this week. So look at the top of the, the, the right column on page, Kuf Vav, where it says, Yesh lanu bonen. You see that? And it's like the second paragraph. So the tzaddik, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter says, take, take a look at something so deep, so interesting. Yesh lanu bonen. A seventh of our life is Shabbos. <laughs> it could be, and it will be, and it will be. Like, like also with like, he's not just talking about Shemitah here, you understand. He's saying in chunks of life, not just a seventh of your life is Shabbos. If you divided your years into six years and then a seventh year, so you'd have six years of, of, I don't even want to imagine what, six, six years without Shabbos, but then you got a whole year of Shabbos in the count of your, of your life. If that's the case, what do we have to look into? 
שלא יפגום את דיבורו, do not blemish your speech on Shabbos, ולדבר רק דיבורי תורה ותפילה ואמירת תהילים ומחשבות קדושות, and to only speak words of Torah, davening, saying to Hillen, pure thoughts. There is a tikkun. Now, now this, this doesn't mean that you have to, when you go to someone's house for a meal, you're supposed to be silent, right? <laughs> you see sometimes, you can see who read what, at what point of their tshuva, when you invite them for a meal, and they come to that meal, and they're like, you know, they're so nervous about every single question that they're asked, or the way they chew, that's not what we're talking about. You could have two hours of conversations at the Shabbos table, and it can be Torah. Not that you're quoting Rambams and you're comparing, you know, Mishnayas, <coughs> but it could be Torah. The conversation could be Torah. Literally, it could be Torah. There is a tikkun niflam. This is a tremendous tikkun. Now, he does something beautiful here. This is based on Rabbi Nachman, the Kutim Aran Menzayin, Moshekasav Rabbeinu, Sheish tikkun shel tzom. There is this level of tzom. A fast, Shehu Rashi Tevos Bechatoti Mipanav Tzarav. David HaMelech says in Tehillim, Bechatoti Mipanav Tzarav. I believe that means, and I will, uh, I, I, I will sharpen my swords before my, before my enemies, and I, I take care of them. That's the Rashi Tevot Tzom, right? Vav Mem Tzadik spells that Tzom. So he says like this, Dehinek Sheyesh Adam Oivim V'Tzarim. When I got enemies, when I got bad energy in my life, it's because upstairs there's some kind of prosecution on you. They come in the form of an enemy down here in this world. But it's really something's going on upstairs. These are, these are prosecutors, right? We learned this on Tani Sester. Through fasting, you're basically wiping away your enemies. The, the value of a fast and you're, it's not the time to go into this, but basically, miut chelbo vedamo, that you yourself are lessening from what you would normally take in in order to function. You're saying, Bonnestein, it's like a korban. It's like I'm bringing a korban, I'm coming to you like a korban. So a fast plays that function of kivyachol, wiping out those prosecutions coming from upstairs. I give us a bracha, if you know, only sanagorim, no, only, only defenders, no prosecutors, please God. But then Rabbi Nach, so, so we see a fast, you know. What do you feel after a fast? You feel like, you feel from, no? You feel like you're flying. <laughs> At the end of the fast, you feel, you feel, something else. Now go to that zone of, wow, what do you feel after a fast? Now listen to what Rabbi Nachman says. And nonetheless, Rabbi Nachman says there, You thought you were flying with the fast? Do you know what you do when your Shabbos is Shabbos? When you could f- eat, when you could drink, when you could sleep, when you could be with... He's saying, whatever you thought, how, as high as you reached through a fast, is, is nothing close to what it's give, the opportunity you get to every single seventh day of the week. The other happened, not just like the things you refrain from, by the pleasure of Shabbos. By the pleasure of davening and walking into shul and singing Yedid Nefesh. By the pleasure of saying, you know, those that are able to, and not in a program, to say L'chaim. And really, and it's really about, it's really about L'chaim. It's really about Oneg Shabbos. He says, where that reaches, Ayyadeh She'adam Mizdavik B'Shabbos Kodesh. When I cling, I'm a devik, I'm glued to Shabbos. 
ומתנהג במחשבות קדושות של האמונה הקדושה, and I act with holy thoughts, with holy אמונה, הרי זה פועל רפואס הנפש ורפואס הגוף. This actually activates a healing for the soul and a healing for the body. Someone came this week, we had a meeting with someone, that the, the child needs a big refuah. Needs refuah sanefesh, though. Needs the healing of the soul. Refuah sanefesh. And um, it got me thinking a lot about that tefillah over Shabbos. Now, you know that in, in our shul, I want to change this, but the truth is, we don't really do it that often. When we do do it, I want to change it. There's a, there's a few things you pick up in Chabad houses that are, and Chabad shuls that are just brilliant. And it obviously came from the Rebbe. Do you know, we call it Mishaberach L'cholim, right? In Lubavitch, they call it Mishaberach L'mitrapim, which means not a Mishaberach for the sick, a Mishaberach for the healed, for the ones that are getting healed. Hospital also, Beit Refuah. It's not Beit Cholim, the house of the sick. They call it Beit Refuah. The Rebbe called it a Beit Refuah. But it really is these little things that, that when you, Mamishli, these little things change. They tweak the whole thing. Sorry? Yeah? Every single little word, it's not just a verb. It's, uh, maybe you saw it changes the molecular structure of things. Exactly. Literally. Exactly. He thinks it's really what he's saying. So if, like, even when you go to a Mishaberach, we don't do it on Shabbos, right? We say it sometimes? We do? Mm-hmm. So we should change. Yeah, I, I'm not aware. So we're going to change it from this Shabbos. Enough. Enough. No, no, no. no. Listen, listen closely. We're changing from the word to Okay? Okay, whoever has their phone on them right now, send me a text that I should remind you afterwards, okay? Okay. He says, he says, when my speech is on, and this, this performs a refuah, for the nefesh and refuah for the guf. So just being conscious of small changes with words, with the way I speak, is an unbelievable thing. Now, a few weeks ago we learned about Purim. Now we're learning about Hanukkah today. Not really about Hanukkah, but something from the teaching on Hanukkah. Now this is, a, I'm just going to give a little bit of a prep for this, and we're not going to go into this, because it's a whole shir on its own. The second teaching, in the second volume of Likutei Maharan, the famous teaching called Yemei Hanukkah Hem Yemei Hoda'ah. It goes into the depth of the gratitude of Hanukkah, which is a simon of Mashiach, because when Mashiach comes, we're just going to be sitting around saying thank you all the time. How do we know this? Because there's not going to be any more korbanot besides korban toda, the thanksgiving offering. So that's what Rabbi Nachman says, Hanukkah, which is days of praise, is a little taste of what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes, because that's all we're going to be doing, just saying thank you all the time. Korban toda is a korban So, what happens, what happens later in the teaching is then Rabbi Nachman goes, he says, you really want to know how you say thank you? You really, really want to know? It really is. Like, if you come and just say thank you and then your rest of your day, your speech is the same thing, what does it say about your thank you? What does it say about your thank you? So it's a, it's a long, it's a very, very deep teaching. And the second teaching and the second volume, okay? Tantinyana bet. Now, I'm referencing this here because he's going to be bringing this up here. And we're not going to go into it right now because it's a very, very long, long, one of these, like, you know, Gesundt Reb Nachman trails where you start somewhere, you don't know where you're going, where he's taking you, but you trust the Rebbe's going to bring you back at the end exactly what he said. But the end in this situation would be like three weeks of learning, but even this Torah. 
So we're just going to touch upon it right now, and if it's not that clear, you're not, it's, it's nothing wrong with you, at least in this regard. Um, so let's see what Rabbi Nachman says. Batora shel Chanaka. The four chalakim of speech. He goes there and he, he, he divides speech to four different categories. Which is the root of speech. All forms of speech that are, exist in the world. It's a fascinating teaching that Rabbi Nachman takes a pasuk and he shows us there's four different elements of speech that, that this is how the whole world converses. This is how the whole world speaks. Okay? The bottom line is that every manner of speech that man speaks has to have emet in it has to have truth in it. But this is very, very interesting. What would be the difference when someone asks you how you're doing during the week than how you're doing on Shabbos, based on what he just said right now? There's no difference. Especially on Shabbos, I'm saying. On Shabbos, when someone asks you during the week how you're doing, right? And what, what do you usually say? Huh? or right? Now, you, you, you would love to feel one with, with that statement, but there's a lot more. I told you all the time how my Rosh Hashiva used to nail guys all the time. When, when, when uh, Katz, how are you doing? Ruch Hashem. I didn't ask you if you're from. I asked you how you're doing, he would say to me. Right? <laughs> so on Shabbos, when, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a deep thing. When, Shabbos, when someone asks you on Shabbos, how are you doing? Say, yeah, of course, Baruch Hashem. But you have to say how you're, like, meaning, if you're gonna, if you're gonna say, it's gotta be mamash emet. Like, it should always be emet. Baruch Hashem, I'm doing bad. Or Baruch Hashem, I'm doing bad. It's not, Meaning, like this, you should always speak emet. Of course. But on Shabbos, my dibur can't be like the dibur of chol, meaning, my expression of the emet has to be, has space to be more expressed and stronger and received more. Okay, that's the dibur of Shabbos. Again, this is a very big Torah. And I'm trying not to get us too tied up in here for, for a specific reason. So he's saying when you speak, godliness should be in your words. Godliness should be sensed in your words. On Shabbos, when you talk, check yourselves tonight. Check yourselves tonight. Is, check yourself if godliness, if you feel like godliness is present in your words. Now, I can't tell you what that sounds like because for each person that's, that's different. Can you translate that for my, my candidate to understand? I keep asking, what is it? How do you do that? I just said that I can't tell you how to do it because it's different for every single person. Godliness is such a personal expression that I can't tell you what it sounds like for anybody. But only you know. Only you know. You, you, you will, because it's not Shabbos yet. Tonight you'll know. Yeah. She's being Emma's, right? You will. You, you, you. These are things that you can't, it's like talking about marriage, uh, all the in your marriage before you're married, right? It's the same, it's the same exact thing. 
But this thing of elokut, of godliness, like speaking about godliness, before, you know, only you could really know it. So the dibur. Sanctifying and purifying the thoughts. Because if he's right, if you're thinking about this, then what ends up, what will end up coming out, will probably be much more of words of emet where you feel like godliness is in your words. Now, godliness being in your words doesn't mean you're going around and you're telling people what to do or what not to do. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm trying to be clear. I had a friend that he had this, you know, he went through the, the whole gefilte fish uh, cycle, right? Gefilte fish handshake cycle. And uh, <clears throat> he spent his first from sukkahs going around people's sukkahs and parceling them. And measuring them. Beshema <laughs> elokut, in the name of godliness, right? And it's not my. That's not my. It's not my godliness. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that means. But it's not my godliness, right? You know, we're laughing. We have a lot of people that look at other shuls like that and puzzle their shuls. I'm very makbid in our shul. We speak about the beauty of our shul. To never ever puzzle any other shul ever. God forbid. Chas vechalila. It's not elokut. That's anochiyut. That, that's, that's I. That's me. It's the ego. We got to stay away from these things. So on Shabbos, also like whatever it is that we're doing, it's, it's not. We're not looking outwards. We're deep inwards with words of emet and words of elokut. Okay. There's a lot more to say on this, but I want to. I want to move forward. Shebediburi yemunacha elokut v'zeh oemet sheyem munacha elokut badibur. Next page. Rabbeinu Hirba ledaber odot ma'alat hadibur. Rabbi Nachman spoke a lot about the ma'ala of speech. K'mochen shu ora Shabbos Kodesh. He said this is the light of Shabbos Kodesh. The light of Shabbos is the speech of Shabbos. Shekdushat ha-Shabbat hu lashon ha-Kodesh. The sanctity of Shabbos is lashon ha-Kodesh. That doesn't mean... Uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a Zionist propaganda here. You know, we can only talk in Ivrit on Shabbos, right? Bichlal, b'chassidim, you know that... Lashon HaKodesh is not Hebrew. <laughs> no, it's, 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 when, it's when Hebrew is only used in con- the context of only of Torah and Tefillah. Only. Kmo Shamru, like Chazal said, and we learned this last week, Shelo Shabbos The way you talk on Shabbos should not be like the way you speak on Chol. Now that does not mean, listen, there's a heter. Say whatever you want during the week, but on Shabbos make sure you don't. It's not what we're talking about. A person always has to be in Nitzor Lashon Chamira. I always have to make sure my mouth is in check. It's just that the way that it's in check on Shabbos is supreme. It's, it's much higher than as much as I have to guard my mouth during the week. And, and the things you speak. Of course, of course, of course. Shabbos k'dibrucha shel cho. B'Shabbos tzarich ha'adam l'daber dibure kodesh ve'al yedeze zoche lehakir through making sure that on Shabbos my speech is on, I merit to recognize the oneness of God, he says. This is lingo of Rabbi Nachman language. That basically, that means, in a nutshell, all the duality that I see in my life, it's really on Shabbos through holy speech, I could see that it's all one. 
the, the duality of things that, that constantly confuse me, connecting to oneness, I always want to, I fight so hard to see it through the bilbul of this world. As we learned, how do you say world in Hebrew? How do you say hidden in Hebrew? This world is ne'elam. This world is ne'elam. It's all hidden. What's hidden? That it's all one. is hidden. But there is one day a week that I could surpass that confusion of the hiddenness and see how it's all one without tripping on anything. Any substance. Just to make sure I'm, I'm being clear. <laughs> Clearly. Echad. Achdut pashut. Umeir or hashabbat al yemei hachol. When that's my Shabbos, I, I basically formed a flashlight. Not a flashlight. A torch. And then that torch of oneness then shines on my Sunday. On my, actually, also the mafreya. It also, like we learned, it also sh- kind of like Retroactive. retroactively goes back to my Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and it's shining my torch for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So now I have another, I have a, I have a new week. But this new week, I got no fear. Why? I taste. I I was tuned in to calling out the joke of the duality. I'm in, I'm plugged into the oneness, the achdut pashut. So I'm not scared. You know why? Yeah, Sunday you're here, Monday you're here. But I have the torch of Shabbos coming in and shining on my Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. How could I say the words in Havdalah, Behold, this is my God, my salvation. I will, I will trust Him and not be scared. What, would, what gives me the strength to not be scared from, this, from, the, from the new week? If my speech, based on what he's saying over here, if my speech was in the right place, that forms the path towards tasting the achduta pashut, this oneness, that gives me the strength to not get confused by the he'elem of the olam, the hiddenness of the world. You with me? Or did I lose everybody? You with me? Umeir ora Shabbat al Then Shabbos comes and shines my Sunday, my Monday, my Tuesday. There's someone came up, one of the shurim we did on a Friday. I said, how are you doing? He's like, I'm, I'm flying from Shabbos. I'm like, yeah, we're not there yet. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm flying from when we were Friday night in shul. I mean, there's like, it was so strong for him that that flashlight actually lasted the whole week. Sheyeda tamid, that a person should always know. Shekol ha-peulot ha-mishtanot ba'im meha-echad ha-pashut. All the changes that we see all the time, and all the new things, that we, it all comes from the simple oneness. Ha'inu ma'ashem idvarach ba'atzmo, from God himself. V'zeh she'ayir ha'adam or ha'emet ba'arba'at chelke ha-dibur. So for a person to illuminate and shine the light of truth in the four different aspects of speech, which again is brought down very, very extensively in that teaching. Any light that I tune into during the week, its root, its source, it comes from the place that's very much available to me on Shabbos, this simple oneness. There is no such thing in the world that is a new, completely new Bria, a new creation that was created by itself. You know, we see people, we get startled by people and by things. What startles us about, about, about them is that when we, when we get 
startled by them, it's because for a second, we feel like this person didn't come from the same Echad Pashut that I came from. Nivhal. Nivhal. Startled. Mama, Be'ala. Lama ni Nivhal? Kani shokach l'rega, shu gam ken ba me'achad ha-pashut, shigam ani ba'atim imela. So Shabbos, I have no fear, because nothing startles me. Because I know that everything's coming from the same source. Kihim ekor ha-bracha. When this is the, again, when this is the way I'm talking at the Shabbos table, and how this is how I feel the light, through this, a person is connected to truth. And that's why sometimes you look at people that you knew during the week, you see them on Shabbos, and it's not the same person a different face. Mamish, they look different. They, they physically look, it looks like it's a different person. You told that story about the Rosh Hashiva on Shabbos. And no one him. recognized him. They, they didn't know who it was him. Baba Verlevin. Vorker Rebbe also. Oh, no, that's actually, that, that was a, uh, yeah, 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 what was it? Who's still, which, which, which Rosh Hashiva was it? Oh, one of the students said, oh, where were you for Shabbos? He said, I was in the Right, right, right. Right, right, right. I forget who it was. 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 Right, right, right. I forget who Everything I ever did experience, everything I ever will experience, that recognition is words of emet. It's, those are words of truth. And if you look at Kabbalah Shabbat, what are we basically, who, who are we, we fabrenging with in Kabbalah Shabbos? Who, who's in, in the Mizmorei Teilim? Who are we like davening with in Kabbalah Shabbat? The mountains. <laughs> Nature. Neharo simcha uchaf. Yachad harim yeraleinu, right? Lechu, everyone to the analogy, nariya letzui sheinu. You're doing this with the whole world. Because the whole world is makir the bore. Vaidekach ba tikun ha'adam. This is how the tikun for a person comes. Shaydezeh nasa tikun bechol ha'olam. But through this, a tikun happens through all worlds. Whatever that means exactly in the context of this year. Whatever that means in all the worlds. In all my worlds, in all the four supernal worlds, Atzilus, Bria, Yitzir, Asiya, there's a tikkun in all of it. So we're going to stop here. I want to give us a bracha that these, this learning today should show up in our Shabbos, this Shabbos, our speech. That, and, and, it's, and it's not about being careful. Uh-oh, I shouldn't say that. Just tune into what Shabbos is offering and you don't have to worry so much about the Sur Meirah. You know, remember the famous Chiddush of the Baal Shem Tov? One of the ways we understand the Chiddush of the Baal Shem Tov is that up until the Baal Shem Tov, whenever anyone wanted to come and awaken Jews, they would freak, they scare the daylights out of them with Sur Meirah. You got to refrain from evil. The Baal Shem Tov says, with all the work of refraining from evil, who, whoever gets to do the Va'asei Tov, Baal Shem Tov says, let's put the emphasis on the Asei Tov, and then the Sur Meirah will mimele, like the Rebbe Reservoir. We say Friday night, Oave Hashem Sinura, the lovers of God hate evil. So they asked the Bedichavir, why would you give, why, why do you think David Amanach will give any energy of hatred, putting into hatred? 
Oh, the lovers of God, they have to hate evil? He says, no. Nah. The lovers of God, Mimela. How do you say Mimela? Yeah. Automatically, hate, hate evil. And, but focus on the loving of God. Focus on the Asit. To focus on what Shabbos is offering. And then Mimela, all these things, you're so nervous. How am I going to do it? I'm going to do it. You'll see. It's not even a test. Yeah. Um, so what we've talked about this in the past, you know, it's called the Shirt Adim Yom. Right, have, right. Guys, people like that, from the show, whatever, the conversation is always nice, it's total, but whatever. And then you have, and I'm really struggling with it. And last shop is I really struggled with it. We have guys, so whatever, good friends of ours, love them, but we're not sure if they're the style of family. And the conversation was like, and I was literally exhausted. I think I fell asleep Saturday night at like 10.30. I was exhausted from it. Literally, it drained me. And I love them, they're my good friends, but like, so I'm struggling with that. And like, figure all like, how do you? Good, it's a like, it's good. And you good. don't want to be like, I'm firmer than you, and like, you know, like, can I? Like, I, I don't, you know? But like, I understand, it's like, these conversations, and it's like, I still want to be their friend, but like, there's a little Lashon Hara, there's a little sports, there's a little that, and I, and I'm guilty of it as well, you know? Who, who's the Balabite? I am, and I try to, you know, I try to keep the conversation. You got it. There, but it's like, you lead. You, you lead with zero judgment. You just, you're steering the wheel. You're steering the wheel. Now, I would, I would say the question's a little bit... The question can also happen, what should I do when I'm invited? That's a different question. Be careful. Because you know, it, it could go back, it could backfire tremendously. You know, because you could say, oh, you get invited, I don't want... And then you... Then it's like you get that look like, oh, they're sure these people. They're so like, oh, they're crazy, you know? Right. I mean, like, you want to like look... Right, right. Like sure, 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 you know? sure. I was crazy sure. before I came in. <laughs> <laughs> it's great stuff what you're bringing up. It's true. I believe, though, and I believe very strongly that carrying the light of Shabbos is contagious when it's for real. Mm-hmm. I really do. In a non... In a non... Uh, uh, prost- what do you call it? Pro- uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's not our Indian. It's not, that's not, but you have, that means you have to really be plugged in. It means, it means the avod is on, on you, on me, you know, on any of us, uh, 100%. But I will say this, is that, and this has happened before, where Hebra have asked, they said, listen, there is a certain you know, scene, whatever, and um, it, it just, it always goes there. It always goes to, I'm not going to give examples, because I don't want to, it always goes there, always, no matter what. Um... But I love them, and they love me, but it's just, it's, it's not, it stops being Shabbos for me. I said, time to take off the diapers. At a certain point, you have to choose what you want your Shabbos, you know, you, at a certain point, not, not God forbid because you're making a statement to anybody, but at a certain point, you got to live with your truth. You got to live with your truth. You have to. But in terms of balabait, you steer the wheel. Trust your Shabbos. Trust the light of your Shabbos that whatever will be can only be good. But thank you for bringing that up because that's an important Indian. It really is. All right, good Shabbos, everyone. And please, this Shabbos, whoever is here, join us for Kiddush this Shabbos in honor of our beautiful, beautiful Aura. Aura Katz is Bat Mitzvah.